listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. You're listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence. The Lance Day Radio Network coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I am your host, the one and only James Lewis III. It's always a pleasure to be broadcasting coast to coast on our radio affiliates around the country. And of course, on Lance Day Plus, where, where I podcast every single segment of the show. So if you don't, if you don't live in a city that, that carries us, you can always catch us on the podcast. I have an interesting story to start today's show with. As I stated, I was in Vermont all last week. And this was my first opportunity to to attend a board meeting for Adventist Risk Management, which I was recently elected to their board for, for a term of three years. And that means a lot to me personally and professionally. This is the first board of, of directors group that, that I've been uh, um, offered the opportunity to serve one. And when you're on the board of directors, it's really about service. It's, it's not about you. It's not about your ego. It's not about your accolades. It's not about your education. It's not about what you accomplished in your career. It's really about service. It's really about being a part of something much bigger than yourself, using your skills, using your talents, using your abilities to to help an organization to grow and to thrive and to be an, an advocate and to be an asset to, to their C-suite and, and leadership. Adventist Risk Management is the, the risk wing for the denomination that, that I belong to. And I'm very honest and, and open about I grew up in the, the Seventh-day Adventist church. I've been a member of the Seventh-day Adventist church my, my entire life. My father was a, a pastor in that denomination and an executive. My grandfather was a renowned pastor and, and a, an executive in the denomination I grew up with. And I went to, to the Oakwood University as a theology major. So I actually studied theology and thought that I was going to be a pastor one day. Wasn't for me. Ended up going into business, but I came up through the the Advent Health System. I worked at at Kettering Health in Dayton, Ohio, and and taught at Kettering College of Medical Arts. So to be on this board is the culmination of of my career. And I really think of um, one of my mentors, Dr. Darren Weathers. He's the chief medical officer at Atrio Health Plans. When I interviewed with him to be the vice president of, of quality at, at Blue Cross of Arizona, one of the questions he asked me, he asked me, whose shoulders do I stand on? And he talked about his life and growing up in Chicago and going to Morehouse and that he would have never accomplished the things that he accomplished without support with his family, without mentors, all of those things. My grandfather once chaired this board for Adventist risk management. And he would be so proud 
if he were still here to see, he always wanted me to work with the church. He'd always say, he'd say, son, uh, take, take your talents and your skills and, and use your, your skill set and talents to, to help our church and our denomination. And I had an opportunity to link up with some of the leadership in, in this group and, and had some discussions with them. And that culminated over the course of a few years with, with me getting an opportunity to serve on their board of directors. I'm 45 years old. And you don't see a lot of 45-year-olds on major boards. And, and this, is a, this is a large board for, for my church denomination. This board manages all of the risk for the global denomination and the healthcare component for the, the, the denomination in North America. So I really hope to, to use some of my experience in insurance and, and plan design to contribute the best that I can and, and to be an asset to their chief executive officer and, and, and their C-suite and talented team to, to ensure that the, that the product that the church workers have is a strong product, is a robust product. And, and I'm very proud to be a part of this organization, and, and I'm blessed to, to be on a board of this prominence. It's still a relatively young age. I'm, I'm just getting into to my wheelhouse. I think 45 to 56, 57, you're, you're in your prime. Not in your prime in basketball or football. You're in your prime about 24, 25, 26. But I'm in my prime in my career. And to be able to serve my church and my denomination is an honor and a privilege. So I'm in Vermont. And I'm meeting the other people that I'm serving with. And I'm not going to obviously get into the, to the inside information uh, because that's private. But we're discussing a myriad of things, meet and greet, opportunity to, to talk to and learn from the, the wealth of information and talent that's in that room. People that really know their stuff, people that have served for many years, um, and people that have not only service, but I think when you get into the, the nonprofit and, and even the, the denomination, there's more behind it than just the P&L, just making money. It's more than just profitability profitability is important anywhere you go but it's about the mission that's why i love working with with rick witted at u.s hunger because it's about the mission the mission is more important than saving a dollar here a dollar there what can we do to serve and help so i'm soaking it all in i'm taking down as many notes as possible i had the brilliant idea now we're doing some family stuff so we had to we had to head up to a graduation up up north at my alma mater, uh, Pine Forge Academy, because we had some people in our family that were graduating. I made the brilliant decision. A lot of people that know Lance J, I like to drive. Not literally renovated a G wagon to do the show in as a mobile studio. I love to drive. I've pretty much driven every stretch of interstate highway in the United States of America. So 95 from Boston to Miami, done that. The 10 from Jacksonville to L.A., done that. The 5 from Tijuana to Vancouver, done that. 90 from, from New York, excuse me, from Boston all the way all the way out to, to Seattle, done that. I've driven all of I-70, 
all of I-80. I've been everywhere. So on my way back from, from, I had a great experience, a great trip. On my way back, I have a flat tire. The tire pressure goes, I think the PSI was, was supposed to be 44. I get the, the alarm, all of that stuff. The PSI goes down to zero. These were run flat tires. Now, I had been upgraded to, to, a, to a BMW 330i. This is a nice car. I'd never really driven a Beamer before. Very nice car. Fast car. Nothing like seeing America in a BMW or Benz or, or a really nice car, nice Honda. So I'm stranded in this rural town. Now, it's a run flat tire, so I'm able to get to the, to the next town. I'm in New Hampshire, right at the Vermont, New Hampshire border. They don't have, they don't have out there in the, in the middle of nowhere, they don't, they don't have the, the large tire brands. There's no, there's no Midas out there. There's no Firestone out there. There's no discount tire out there. So I'm trying to find a place where, where I can figure out what I'm going to do. I call, I call the, the company I rented the car from and explain it in my situation and say, well, Mr. Lewis, you have a couple options. Option A, you could take it, fix the tire yourself. It's a run flat. You should be able to get to somewhere that can fix your tire, and we'll reimburse you for it. Option B, we can send a wrecker to come tow you and the, and, and the car so you can, you can get in the wrecker. And we'll tell you the nearest place that you can swap the car out is Boston, which is three hours away. I imagine myself bouncing around a tow truck for three hours. And I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just go out and buy another tire myself. I get to this place. It's almost like a television show. It's almost like every, every show has an episode where people are stranded somewhere and, and, a, and a mechanic comes out. And he's just like, ah, oh, that'll be $1,700. bucks." i am in this, I'm in this place in the middle of nowhere in new hampshire and a little bit concerned i'll just say not a lot of people that look like me in new hampshire or vermont so i pull in to the place the only tire spot that i could find i explain to to the gentleman my situation he's super polite he finds a tire for me he's just like hey we don't have a tire in stock but we do have a tire at one of our stores that's about 45 minutes to an hour away. And he says, you want the tire? I'll go get it. I call, I call and confirm with the, with the car rental company if that's okay. He goes to get it. I'm still in a run flat, so I have a little bit of, of, of ability to drive left. You know, I can only drive like 30 miles an hour. I go and get something to eat. This guy provided amazing service it was an amazing person he he went and got a tire he went about an hour each way it was about took him about hour and 45 minutes almost two hours to get the tire he gets the tire which is a run flat on a on a bmw was not a cheap tire he's very polite he says hey i understand it's tough to be stranded this guy was so cool and i wasn't expecting that i thought i thought this guy's gonna take me to the cleaners because i'm like what am i gonna do tell him that if he overcharged me, what I'm gonna say, no. <laughs> I don't I don't really have a whole lot of options at this point. I'm black. I'm kind of afraid to be in, in New England in an area where there are not a lot of black people. I'm kind of being prejudiced and assuming that there's gonna be some racism or some issues. 
And the reason I bring up this story, the gentleman that owns this tire shop, that runs this tire shop, this mom and pop rural tire shop, he could not have been more polite, more reasonable. He gave me a 20% discount on the tires. He sat and talked to me while his person mounted the tire. His granddaughter happened to to come in. He introduced me to his granddaughter. We sat and talked for about an hour while they were getting my tire up. And he was so polite, talked about his experience, talked about, he said he had a summer home in Bristol, Tennessee. He talked about travel. He talked about hunting and fishing. And as I was sitting there talking to him, it's just, I was was really thinking and, and kind of taking it back. I thought the situation was going to go completely different based on my prejudice, based on what I saw, based on stories of of New Englanders that I had heard, based on what I heard about Boston. And it was nothing like that at all. I couldn't have had, it was literally the best experience I've ever had in a retail situation. And a lot of times we get get caught up about things that divide us and, and what makes us different. And there were a lot of Trump <laughs> Trump signs in this area. And I was thinking it was going to go one way. It went exactly the other way. And and I just wanted to briefly bring it up. Um, you know, it's this phenomenal service. And a lesson for me not to judge a book by their cover. Because I judge this guy. Because, you know, he's got the New England accent. You know, he's parking the car. He sounded like Sully. Tattoos all up and down his arms. I'm just like, man, it's going to be an interesting experience. And this guy couldn't have been more polite, more respectful, more reasonable, more concerned about my well-being and my car. And and it was just a learning experience for me, man. You can't judge people based on what you think they're going to be. Just like you don't you don't want somebody to judge you based on how you look, based on how you dress, based on where you're from, based on your accent. There are a lot of great people. In America, red state, blue state, Protestant, Catholic, black, white, Latinx community, LGBTQ community. This country, we have some phenomenal, wonderful, fantastic people. And we have to stop thinking about the things that divide us and focus on the things that pull us together. Lance J. Show. James Lewis. Oakwood with the inbound pass. No stack from the from the bottom baseline, passes it out to number 24, and that is your first Alfco wireless three-point basket from Justin Green. Every time there's a three-point basket, my man Carlin Alford will donate an, an undisclosed amount of money <laughs> to the Oakwood Athletic Program. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 old world pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. To the poets and the perfectionists, the warriors and the warriors, the timely and the timeless, we're Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we're transforming healthcare for the future, for today. 
for the communities we serve. This is our pledge to you. This is Lance J. for MedHealth Clinical. When was the last time you had an annual wellness visit? MedHealth is currently accepting new patients and all major insurance carriers, including Medicare. This experience team focuses on wellness and disease prevention while developing personalized care plans that mitigate chronic conditions and encourage holistic wellness. To learn more, go to MedHealthClinic.com. That's MedHealthClinic.com for primary care that's always there. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I think some sometimes people, you know, they get fuzzy when it comes to my crew. But let me tell now, y'all, there's no I don't, I don't think anybody gets fuzzy. And I'm going to say this loud. I'm going to say this proudly. There's no group like my group. Now, there's been groups, but not like my group. Right. James Lewis. See, my group, we never tarnished none of our albums. Right, right, right. That's number one. Mm. And everything we put out That's deep. went plaque. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.